What is up, party people? We are here with Off Trail with Luke and Chandler. I'm Luke. I'm Chandler. And this is Off Trail. Today, we are going to start uh, a little two-part series Mm -hmm. for all y'all at home. We are going to go through our individual photo journeys. Yeah. And like where we started and work all the way through to where we are at this current moment. And, you know, just talk about all the steps in between. Be mm-hmm. kind of fun. Yeah. Um, you know, just kind of a, a way for you to see progress in our work, mm-hmm. especially in Chandler's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, just be a fun thing to do. Is I think it's a way for to show that, like, we're human. Yeah. We're not perfect. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's just a good way to connect with all of you. Yes. And, and so it'll be good to go through all this. So today... Um, we're going to be doing Chandler's yeah. photo journey, and then next episode, we'll do mine. Mm-hmm. So um, be sure to tune in to, to both so you can hear both stories. But today, we're going to start out with you, Chandler, and I'm just going to let you take it away and show us you know, where you started from. Oh, boy. It's going to be fun. <laughs> where we started from. Where we started from is not a, uh, it's not a pretty place. No. No, no not it's not. Which is funny because like I haven't really dug back through a lot of my stuff in a in a while, and but I I notice that the the longer time goes on and the you know when I when I look back, like the worse my old stuff gets, you know. Well, you know, <laughs> got to start from somewhere. Got to start from somewhere. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we mm. just have these images on our phones, but we'll pop them up on yeah, the screen. Yeah, we don't have so. the big iPad today, so. Yeah, yeah. You get what you get. Get what you get. Don't throw a fit. Um, so, I broke mine up, my little photo journey, up into three different segments. Um, let me get to my thing here. So, first off, I have what I'm calling my iPhone phase. Because for a lot of people, you know, if, if, most people who don't know, I started taking photos with my iPhone because I was like, wasn't totally sure on if I was going to get into this photography thing, but I spent almost a year taking photos with my iPhone. Um, so I have my iPhone face, and then I have the first year of using an actual camera. I bought a Canon 6D and a bunch of old lenses, and this was my, my, my first year with my camera. That's kind of my second phase. And then my third phase, I have it marked as just my lifetime phase, but it's kind of like my my professional photographer phase your good phase my good phase yeah when i when i kind of figured it out yeah so um so to start off for the iphone phase um i wanted to share the first photo that i ever got with my phone um where i took this picture we were just on a hike up on the front hills of mount Tippinogos, and i took this picture and i got back down back to my house and I was going through some of the you know different pictures that I took and I didn't go out there with the intent of like taking photos it was just like as a hiking thing for a lot of people who don't know bushwhackers started as a just a hiking thing we were just wanted to get out into the outdoors it wasn't photography and so this is when you know bushwhackers started we were out hiking around and um, took some pictures and got back home and I was like oh this is kind of cool like I can it, I, it was kind of when it first hit me that I could take photos of this stuff and I can make it look good um that I that I had somewhat of an eye for it you know I I obviously had to go through and really develop that eye but 
as you know, as we'll see here in in, in just a second. Yeah. But um, but I think this was the first photo that I ever took where I was like thinking to myself that I had something here that I could find a way to to get good at this, and it was something that I I, I knew that I could that I could pick up and I I would be pretty good at. So that's the first photo. Just cool little photo of sunset on Mount Timpanogos. Um, it's one of my favorites, even though it's, you know, it's, I, it's funny looking at this photo cause it's not like a bad photo. No, it's actually not. It's, 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 it's a pretty good. good photo. Yeah. Um, I would have edited it differently sure. now. Yeah. But, but for back then, like it's actually, it's a pretty good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. So we start off with that photo and then we go into figuring out just how to do this whole photo thing, figuring out compositions what looks good, what doesn't look good. And I've got a couple bad examples here. Um, first off, I want to talk about... Blue Betty. This Blue Betty photo. I don't know what I was thinking. Wow. But it was... This is taken from the hills up above Utah Lake. And I... <laughs> I don't know It's what, blue. It's very blue. And I'm not sure... Like, it's with an iPhone, so that, you know, there's no... Like, focal length is wrong for this kind of a photo there's half of a corner of a humvee in the photo and everything's just dead like it's it's not good it's a solid it's a piece of garbage it's a it really is this should have been flushed down the disposal yeah um but this was kind of when i was trying to figure out you know editing you know because i edited it to look more like that wait you so you made this blue? i made this blue Bro, that's... yeah oh. and i you know i was trying different things, trying to figure it out. And this is just kind of the process, you know, you got to go through. Yeah, when the you're, vignette's when you're nice too. Oh, yeah. It's a good, you know, little vignette oh, slider. Yeah, I don't beautiful. think I was using Lightroom yet. I don't oh. know what I was using, but I don't think this was in... I hadn't heard of Lightroom when this was... when I was take, or editing this photo. It shows. Yeah. Um, yeah, not a great photo. Another one that's not great is this photo of... It's up by, it's up on the Wasatch. I can't remember the name of it, of, of the, the mountain that it's on, but the the mountains across the way are like where, that's where Silver Lake is, and it's, it's kind of up above Tibblefork. Mill Peak. This is in the Mill Peak area. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, and I don't know, in person, you know, this is one of the things about photography is a lot of things look really nice to your eyeballs. A lot of things look really good and photogenic to to you, you know, like when you see them in person, but doesn't always mean they'll work in a photo. And this is one of those cases where I got out and I was like, oh, this is, this scene is super cool and pulled out my, my iPhone and take a little picture. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that, that is a real thing. Like a lot of people, you know, we get asked all the time, like, oh, aren't you gonna take a photo of that? It's like, no, no. Yeah. Like there, there's a difference between something that is beautiful, yeah. you know, when you're there looking at it, but it's not the greatest for a photo. Yeah. And people just, don't understand People that. Don't understand that. Yeah. Um, another uh, nice little L on this photo is the post in the way. Hey, it's a nice post. It is a really nice post, but yeah, no. Um, did you post this photo? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I did. Um, but uh, yeah, no, no sense of edge patrol or anything like that. So um, another bad example. I do have. However, some examples where I think I pulled it off. There's this one photo here where it's from on top of Mount Tippinogus, 
a nice little sunrise. We hiked up there for sunrise. Um, pretty standard composition. Nothing too crazy. It's no, not. It's good. It's know? a good photo. S- solid photo. Yeah. Um, I've always loved this photo. I got a couple other ones from that little hike that I, you know, from this vantage point that I really like. And this is one of those photos where I, when I took it, I was like, oh, okay, I can see what I did here. That was right, you know, and versus what makes this better, I guess, than some of those other ones that I was editing. Um, and then I have some of the first times where I started going out and trying to actually hunt for my own photos. So the first time I ever did this, I woke up on a morning in November and I remember I decided I was going to go do this like, I don't know, very late the night before. And I was like, there's this, this spot up above Traverse Mountain, this little monument thing called Alien Tower, just a bunch of metal formed into a period pyramid. It's kind of cool. Easy little hike. It's like a mile. Anyways, I was like, I wanted to hike up there and take photos of the sunrise. Um, I was like, that's what the, the professionals do. And so I climbed up there and, you know, got a cool sky, cool sunrise and stuff. Um, it's not necessarily the perfect photo. The horizon's crooked and stuff. And, you know, then again, it's a, it's a panel with an iPhone, you know, so it's not, it's not great, but like the bones are there. No, you, you know, like, that's what you can tell, you know, it's like, you can tell like you're, you're getting it a little bit more. Yeah. And like you said, like you're, you're really trying. You yeah. Know, like the, the effort is there. The effort is there. Yeah. You're getting up in the morning, you're going for a hike. Like mm-hmm. you're really trying to take that step up. Yeah. And it just quite, hasn't quite like actually, you know, been realized yet, but it's, yes. it's coming. Yes. Yeah. So there's that pano and then there's this actual photo of, you know, alien tower. Um, I loved these photos when I first took them. I was like, these are the best things I've ever taken. Yeah, they're not bad. Yeah, you know? Um, but it was fun. That's when I actually started putting more effort into the photos that I was taking. And then another time, this was maybe a week later, me and some friends went out to the Spiral Jetty. And one morning, again for sunrise, and I was taking some photos. And I got this one of the the little salt crystals that are that are on the ground. And I, for the longest time, for probably the next, like, eight months, this was my favorite photo, photo that I had taken. Um, you know, there's the the part where there's the, the journey, I guess, that we actually took to get there because we had never been there. We decided to go at 4.30 in the morning one morning. And, like, we had gotten up to go hike something else. I can't remember exactly what it was, but then the forecast was bad. And we were like, we probably shouldn't go, but we don't want, like, it's 4.30 in the morning. We're standing here in a parking lot. Let's go do something. And so we decided to make the two-and-a-half-hour drive up to the spiral jetty. So there's, like, the effort that went into it. And then there's also the, this is when I first started kind of playing with depth of field a little bit. Um, You can tell, because that's shallow AF. It's shallow AF, yeah. And it was taken with an iPhone, you know. And that's the thing. That's what's funny about iPhones. If you know how to use an iPhone, you can get decent stuff out of it yeah you know um that's why we like to recommend people using their iphones when they're first getting into photos absolutely it's a great starter camera well and i think it's like just and as you'll see like throughout this whole video like your story your journey is just a testament to the idea that you can become a great photographer by starting on an iphone yeah like you don't need to go get all the gear right away no like 
learn a lot of the basics like you did yeah. with your phone. And then when you're actually ready for it, jump up. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So, and again, you know, there's some things I wouldn't take this photo now. I would take it differently. Sure. Because I do like still to this to this day, looking back, I do like how the light is reflecting off the little pieces yeah. of salt and stuff. There's a lot of things that I like about it. Yeah. I think a macro shot could be cool too. Exactly. Yeah. Like so taking this a little bit differently now. Like I can visualize how I would take it differently now. Um but again, just building those building those building blocks. You know, setting the building blocks for um actually getting more into doing better photography. So I think that concludes the iPhone phase. Your trial phase. The trial phase, the yes. The free trial of Chandler. Exactly. Before I actually... Now you had to pay for now stuff. Now I actually had to buy stuff. So I don't actually... I, th I thought I put the uh, the first photo I took, but I, I didn't. I took like the second or third. Um, or I put the second or third photo I took with it. So I picked up a camera, bought a Canon 60 from our good friend Cody Updike. Cody, you the man. Yeah. You got Chandler started on yep. all this. Found him on Facebook. And bought his camera. I didn't know that like I would become buddies with him later. So that was yeah, kind of cool when neat. we started going out with him. Yeah. But um, yeah, bought my bought my camera from him. Bought a lens. It was an old lens from 1997. Kind of old. Kind of old. Yeah, and little 28 to 135 zoom lens. Um, I don't know. It's it's funny. It's an old lens, but like I I kind of like it. And maybe it's just because it's a sentimental thing. It's not like a gray lens. But anyways, so I picked up the lens, picked up the lens, picked up the camera, and me and my buddy Kalen went out into, um, I think it was Hobble Creek down in Payson, and went out and just started taking photos. And again, I was using all these concepts of depth of field and all the compositional stuff that I learned from shooting with the iPhone, and I put them into... I, I basically, you know, I put them into practice. I, I started actually using them. You know, this isn't a, a great photo. It's just a, a stack of wood in front of this, you know, mountain. Yeah, it's like, again, like you can tell, like it's coming along. It's coming along. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then got this picture of Kalen. This was the first time I was ever like, I'm going to try to take like a somewhat of a portrait. An instagram shot An instagram shot. Place. Exactly. Um, you know, and a lot of, my influences came from Instagram. That's where I started seeing other people's photography. So naturally, you know, kind of mimicking. That's how you learn too, is mimicking what your, you know, what your influences are. So got this picture of Kalen. Love it. Um, and then I just started, let's see. Well, actually before, I, so I have some of the streets up next, but the, uh, I think the next big step in my my journey so bryce doherty we all know bryce um i had never met him before again this was spring of 2021 never met him before we started talking on instagram and decided we need to go do a trip together like he was gonna fly out here and we we're gonna do a road trip through southern utah and i'd never done anything like that in my life i'd never done a road trip i hadn't been like, I, I hadn't been to St. George or Southern Utah. Even though I grew up there, I hadn't been there in, like, I don't know, five, six years. And the last time that we had gone there, it was like we were passing through to go to a concert, and then we were coming back. Like, it, we I never, ever went anywhere. So it was like this big moment, you know, like, oh, we're going down here. And we were going to specifically chase one photo 
and it's the photo that I, that I have right here. Um, I saw this location. I'm not going to say what it is, but a lot of people recognize it. We're gatekeeping. We're gatekeeping. Suck it. Yep. Um, saw this location probably like seven or eight months prior to actually leaving. And this is before everybody was dropping location pins for it. This was, you know, middle of 2020. So nobody really knew where this was at this point. But I dug in and like I spent, I don't know, maybe a day trying to figure out where this sucker was, you know, scouring Google Maps and everything and um, really trying to figure out where this was. And then I found it, figured out where it was. And then Bryce was like, hey, we should do a trip. And I was like, what if we went here? I was like, this is not that far. He's like, yeah, we have to. And one of the coolest experiences in my life. I don't think I'll ever, ever forget what it was like to be in this spot for the first time. I mean, I think like that's a spot that everyone, no matter what your story is, like you kind of remember seeing that for the first time. You do, yeah. Like it, it's it's a big moment. It is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a neat neat place. It's one of my favorites, um, and we've been back there. I don't know. I've probably been back there like six, seven times oh, now. Yeah, several times. Yeah, and it, just, it never gets old. But these photos that I got on that trip are my favorites that I've gotten from there. Um, there's one here that I have where the spire is kind of off to the right. I uh, That's won printed. It's printed, and I, I actually won an award in a in a photo competition oh. for it. So, um, just a little you know proud moment for yeah, me. Yeah, you know, boast so, a little bit. Boast a little bit. It's yeah. Okay. Um, so that was a that was a huge step for me. I'd never done anything like that ever before in my life. And got back from that and really started trying to figure out a lot more of this photo stuff, diving more into like street photography and product stuff. I've got a couple photos here. Um, there's this one that has a uh, parking entrance sign. It's one of my favorite street photos I've ever taken. I just, you know, I, I had seen other people doing it on Instagram. I had seen... You know, a lot of the guys that a lot of us watch on YouTube, Peter McKinnon, Manny Apoy, a lot of those guys, a lot of them doing stuff like this. So I was like, I want to go out and try that. I want to go see if I can get something that's that's cool, you know, try to stretch my my abilities a little bit. So I went out, was doing a lot of that stuff, doing a lot of this uh, macro stuff with just little little uh, knickknacks and stuff around my house. Those shots are nice. Yeah, dude. They're they, clean. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I just set these on the table that we have upstairs and then yeah. the light that was in at my apartment that I was living in at the time the light that came through the uh the sliding glass door was just perfect for this stuff yeah the one with the open watch is perfect yeah so those are some of my some of my favorite product photos I mean they're not technically like products but you know they're detail they're, shots detail yeah. shots yeah and again just practicing macro stuff um I remember I had a, a little bit of a tricky thing with those that I had to figure out because I was like, I'm going to shoot this on my my Nifty 50 all the way wide, um, 1.8 so that I can get enough light in to see it, you know. And then everything was ending up like way too shallow. I was like, I can't, I, this 1.8 thing isn't working out. And I was like, I don't know how to do this, you know. And I had to actually figure out, oh, I can shoot at a, at a uh, tighter aperture. I just have to pull my shutter speed back and it'll get the same effect. So it's again just learning those settings. Learning man. those Shooting settings. Shooting on manual. Shooting on manual. That's I have never shot on. I don't actually know how to shoot on auto. Yeah, I literally it's, have never shot on auto. I never have. Yeah, but I was manual day one. Yeah, which I'm 
so glad I did that. And anybody starting out in photography, I start shooting in manual. Yeah, just, just learning. Yeah, you learn your camera so much better. And you just so. comprehend like everything about photography better. Yes, I think. Yeah, when you learn how to actually change things. Exactly. Yeah. So the next thing. So I went through. This was all like in the spring and summertime of 2021, and in fall. I went on a little solo trip through southern Utah and Arizona. Um, Is this when Chandler becomes the adventurer? This is when Chandler becomes the the adventurer. I like this this chapter. Yeah, this is a good chapter in the book. Um, I spent about 10 days out just living in my car, just driving around, kind of doing what Ben does, Road Wanderer. Yeah. Yeah. Just seeing things. A lot of these spots I'd never been to before. You know, the Grand Canyon, Monument Valley. Um, and I just planned this little route through southern Utah and Arizona, went through. And when I got back up into the Lake Powell area, I got up for sunrise one morning, was taking photos. And I was like, I'm going to put myself on this arch. Like, I feel like a, a person can go there. And I usually don't. I mean, I i didn't get into photography to take photos of myself, you yeah. know. So, like, yeah. I don't usually do that. And it's a very Instagrammy shot. Um, but I was like, this could be kind of a cool, cool little idea. And I feel like this photo, while I don't look back on it and be like, this is a great photo. And I, you know, this was some moment to me improving my photography. I think it really marked a moment of where I was kind of transitioning into being more open to traveling. Cause I never really had up until that point, you know, we did the Southern Utah trip with Bryce and up until that point, I really hadn't, like, traveled much. So after that, after that trip, I made it a point to travel to a lot of different, like, my, my I guess my, my world became a little bit bigger, if, you know, in terms of the, the places that I was able to go. Because I'd always been like, oh, if it's an hour away, I don't want to drive that far. But I was like, four hours? No, piece of cake. Piece of cake. That's easy. So I think that just opened up, like, a whole world to me. And... Started traveling a ton, um, at least you know in the the local yeah, Western it's, it's United States. Because like so. this photo, like with what you just said, like it opened up a whole new world for you. Like mm-hmm. this photo almost like visually represents that yeah, too. Yeah, like the whole vast you know desert is out in front of you. There's the hole in the middle, like it's just open, and mm-hmm. like you're looking out to it, like I'm going there. Yes, exactly. That's so kind of yeah, cool. Yeah. So next step. I have this photo of Goblin Valley. I love this photo. I do too. This is a great photo. Yeah. And this is, so, I had always obviously been practicing on my editing. This is where I feel like my editing took another little step forward. Um, you and I, I actually was bouncing some editing ideas off of you with yeah. this photo. Yeah. Because we had just met. And you're like, what if you just like... I was like, I can't figure this out. Like, it's, I feel like it could be really cool, but I, I'm not sure quite how to get it there. And like, what if you put a little vignette on it? Money. And I was like, oh, I didn't ever even thought about that. Like, using radial filters and stuff. Like, yeah. I, I had never really thought that that was like an option. I thought vignetting was like the vignette slider. The vignette slider. Yeah. And I was like, the the pros don't use the vignette slider, you know, and. So that's when I really started like starting to hone in my editing abilities. 
And that's where a lot of like my journey from from here on is is more so my editing. Yeah. Like there's there's a lot of compositional things, but like that moment really pushed me to be a lot more thoughtful about my edits cuz before then it was just basic sliders, you know? Yeah. Like nothing nothing super crazy. More like local adjustments and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. obviously going further from there, but Yeah. So, no, and the tones are perfect in that shot. They're oh, so good. Yeah. They it I love how that one turned out. I always kind of forget about it because it was so long ago. It, it was. Like, was I, I remember when we talked about this film, yeah. like, in person. Yeah. It was like a year and a half ago when we yeah. talked about it. So, but, so that one, love that photo. That that one also kind of marks. I mean, it was taken around the similar time that the one in the arch was. Mm-hmm. But the edit for it wasn't done until a couple months later. Yeah. Um. Next off, the the drone era once the drone is is introduced into my uh into my photography it's a big so I, piece yeah and i picked up my drone october of 2021 a mavic air 2 it's a good drone solid solid drone um and i and again this is just another time where i feel like my my world to photography it's just opened up because now I can take things from a lot of different places. You know, like I'm yeah, not the, limited to where I'm standing. The drone does that for sure. Yeah. Um, and I started, I think one of the first places that I, I got photos from this is this uh, the cinder cone that's down in St. George. Was that when we went as a big group? Yeah. Oh, it wasn't. This wasn't the first time I'd used it, but this is the first photo that I got that I was, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is, this is a good photo. Yeah. Um, which is funny, I've never posted this photo. So, and you, yeah, you can see us. Yeah, I can see us in there. Whoa, jeez. Excuse um, you. Excuse me. Oof. So, got some cool photos of Southern Utah, because January, we we kind of hit, we hit hard. January really hard. Yeah. 2022. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, 22. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so, like, I, I used the drone a ton. So, I have several images here. Um, these rainbow hills. That's me. With you. Um, I'm laying down. And then, you know, the, the, the swell. That's a cool place. To yeah. There's a bunch of these spots that we went to. There's Shiprock, mm. um, where, like, if we didn't have a drone, I wouldn't have able to get, been able oh, to get these yeah. shots. And then we have veins of the earth. This photo <laughs> changed everything for the world of photography. It changed the entire game. The culture of photography shifted I mean, after this was posted. Yeah. I mean... No greater caption has no. ever been written. No. I mean, th- this this caption changed the caption game. It really did. Just like Rudolph changed the reindeer game. Mm. I am Rudolph. You, you're you basically like Rudolph. I man. am, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's great shot, obviously, but yeah. yeah. I, I remember this, this post in caption. It's like, now you can't live it down. No. You know, like half the time when I see shots of this place or, or similar kind of veiny looking photos of mm-hmm. other places. I almost instantly say a great photographer once said veins of the earth. Yeah. You always yeah, you're it's you're happened always, many times. Yeah. Um yeah, I will never live that down. Nope. Which is so funny because like when I when I posted this photo on Instagram, like I wasn't like, oh this is an amazing cat. I was just like, whatever. You know? Like it, I didn't put a second thought to it. I was just like, I don't know. It's yeah. kind of a funny And now it's stuck. Now it's stuck. You thought it was... Better put more thought into your captions. I know, seriously. Um, 
Which is funny because like we have a couple friends who've used it as well. Kai's used it. I think somebody yeah. else used it. I think there's a few people I've seen who have used it. Yeah. I'm not saying like it came from me because they didn't know. I made a comment about it on their thing and like they're like, oh, you did. And also this was like a year and a half ago. But it is just kind of funny. So I'm not the only one. Gosh. Wow. But you were the first that I, was I the know. First, of. yeah. So yeah, that was. I think the drone was another little. Oh, the drone's a game changer. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I got mine too. It's like, whoa, this is yeah. different and a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you have so many different perspectives that, like, you know, you just can't get with the camera. So yeah. Exactly. It opens up so many more possibilities. Yeah. So. I think that pretty much sums up the first year with the camera. I mean, I, I did get into a little bit of Astro stuff, too. I've got a couple Astro photos on here. Yeah, um, and and I, it's the last one for me. It's a really good one. The landscape yeah, orientation. I, I love that Just photo. The, the framing with the Milky Ways. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Fills the frame nice. I guess the, the Toadstool's one's good, too. Yeah. That, I, one's, that one is good. Astro's fun. I want to do more Astro this year. I know. I'd like to. I always say I want to, and then yeah. like last year, I never did because you just have to stay up late. I don't like it's doing a, that. It's a big commitment. Yeah, at least early in the season. Yeah. So that pretty much concludes my first year with the camera, which leads us into what I have titled here is the lifetime phase. Your or pro phase. The pro phase. Yeah. So I got a job as a photographer. Yeah. He finally got good. Finally got good, um, and that kind of changed. How are we doing on time? Oh yeah, we should probably reset that a little I, bit. So, um, we're good, I think. We're good, right? We are good. Okay, back. We are back. To Chandler's pro phase. Yeah. Finally so gets good. Finally Let's hear how this out. goes. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they hired me. I don't know why they hired me. Yeah. I, um, I, I asked that same question, too. Uh, if you saw those photos. <laughs> yeah. Those first ones. Um, so, the beginning of what we're calling the pro phase, the lifetime phase. So... For those of you who don't know, I work for Lifetime Products as one of their photographers and videographers. Um, it's very commercial-based stuff, but I'm taking photos and, and doing video work I mean, almost on a daily basis. I mean, and all day. All I mean, day, every day. Yeah. You know, So it's, it's a ton of practice. I get to be around a lot of people who have been doing this for far longer than I am. And so I've learned a ton since working there. And it's been kind of interesting seeing that process of my, my edits and the way that I take photos and everything change since working there because I started being introduced to a whole new style of photography and, you know, whole new arena um, that's different from just doing the, the landscape stuff. Um, so I think a, the first photo that I, I want to talk about that kind of demonstrates this, I have this photo of this sand dune um, from Lula Sahara, and I actually had taken this photo about um, let's see, when was this? It says August 31st of 2021. Yes, yep, that's when it was, yep. Sorry, the date wouldn't pull up on mine. Um, and, excuse me, jeez, I'm struggling today. Hey, that's just you, man. Yeah. I'm feeling great. I know. You look great. Thanks, man. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, anyways, took this photo, August 2021. I never really, like, edited it until... I don't know. It was probably about June, maybe May of 2022. Just kind of sat on it for a while. And then after learning a few things at, at Lifetime about, you know, different editing techniques and whatnot, I got on here and I edited this. 
and it's very different from anything I had ever edited before. And I kind of learned how to really push my photos. If I wanted to do something that was really expressive or creative or whatever, like I, I learned how much I could push a photo and still have it look decent. I love this photo. I think it's really cool. Um, it I, is. I do, I mean, in my professional opinion, I, it is overdone edit-wise. A little bit now, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I still love it. I still think it's really cool. Um, and that kind of led into me doing this thing where I went back and re-edited a bunch of photos, and I edited everything in this really dark, kind of moody blue yeah, but not you were feeling yourself i was really feeling it yeah yeah and ended up putting together a bunch of images that were all put you know edited in this same style and it, it's it's not a bad moody blue like that first one that we looked at yeah you know it's it's a little bit better it's, I think. it's a well done moody yes shot. yeah um anyways got all these photos put together in this style and then I put together a little series called The Weight of Dreams. The Weight of the Dreams. The Weight of Dreams. And um, I thought it was really cool. It was one of the first times that I had ever really like put together a project like that. And uh, it was fun. You know, I, I I don't know that I would... I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I have mixed feelings on that series now, you know, looking back. Yeah. But, you know, it's just how it is. But Yeah. I mean, I remember going through that and, like, trying to figure out, like... The, the captions, yeah, like the, the words you, you yeah, used yeah. to like fill out the whole project. Mm -hmm. and we were going through that upstairs. And yeah, it was fun. Like it was. I mean, that's that's kind of the biggest takeaway from the, you know it was it was fun to be able to try to stretch my my abilities edit wise, and then also like it just I don't know, it was just fun to do something different. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So just trying new things and yeah, it's 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 like really like working out your like your creative muscles. Like yeah. Not only with the edit, but then also like trying to do it in some sort to some degree with like the words the captions mm -hmm. as well because like there's you're trying to put like a theme to everything so you're really yeah. thinking like abstractly yes and not just like oh here's a photo yeah it's like how can i tie all of these things together yeah think of it as a huge as a whole collective yeah so and it was it was a fun little challenge um i don't know i recommend anybody like if you have something that's kind of sits together pretty consistently work on putting it into a series work on putting it yeah. into some kind of a collection it's, good. it's fun it, it's fun you know i mean you're familiar with yeah collections we'll talk about that <laughs> in mind. but uh and that was a pretty big chunk of time you know i as far as like you know i was taking photos in between this but as far as stuff that i was like sharing like this this series was my focus for like two months yeah um it took a little while it took a little bit so like my whole summer was just sharing photos from the way from your dreams from my dreams and yeah, it was fun. It was cool. And I just, it, it, like I said, it, it gave me a really good opportunity to really dial in improving my edits and yeah, like you said, stretching my creative muscles. Um, and with that too, I started, you know, this, this comes from my work at Lifetime. It, it, it I, I kind of got into this, this point where I was taking a lot more time to be more thoughtful and picky, I guess, about my photos. Um, like, we would go on shoots at work, and we would come back with several hundred photos, and I would have to narrow them down. It kind of forced me to, like, how do I narrow all these photos down into a select group of photos, you know? Because we only need 30, 40 photos uh, yeah. per shoot, you know? I don't need three or 400. And if we're doing, like, a basketball shoot, 
we're getting upwards of 900 photos sometimes because we're the motion the and motion and everything, everything. Yeah. a lot of frames you're getting so it really forced me to learn how to get the the photos that i want the first time and not you know just going out and spraying and praying as they say you know um it caused me to be a lot more picky and thinking about what i was doing the compositions i was taking how it was going to look afterwards how i get edited so just something that you know another way that working for lifetime just kind of helped to i think push my skills just to another to another to another level um and so and that's how you know that's how i am today like when we for example actually we went to southern utah um Bad, let's see, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And we went to Capitol Reef National Park. And I barely took any photos. But yeah. the photos I did take, I really like. Yeah. Because I, I didn't go out and just take photos of everything. You know, it kind of goes back to our, our conversation about, you know, we see a lot of things very differently with our eyes. And a lot of things appear very beautiful with our eyes. Just because it looks good to our eyes doesn't mean it'll look good in a photo. So it's just... Uh, taking that concept and then being picky and being more intentional with the things that you're taking. Um, I don't know. It's just something that I've, that I've learned along the way and working at lifetime kind of forced that a little bit. So, but, and I do actually have one of those photos from Capitol Reef on here. Actually, it's, it's one, like I said, it's one of the few photos that I took, but I, I do really like it. Um, I don't think it's anything that's like real crazy or anything. It's but not a banger. It's not or a anything. banger, but I I really like this it's photo. It's a solid photo. It's good. Um, and so that kind of leads me to my next point, which is how all of this commercial work has kind of affected my landscapes. Because landscapes have always been my big thing, the things that I started out with. And getting into commercial work and shooting stuff that's like, um, let's see, where did it go? So I have this photo here, guy it's a, pushing a sled. It's a nice snow shovel. Yeah, great. I kind of want one now. Yeah, that's that's good. That's the point. It worked. But subject matter, honestly, not that Banger. exciting. You know? Uh, yeah, I know you're all about those those snow shovels. You know I like those snow yeah. shovel photos. But the the edit on it, so one thing that's, that's been kind of interesting, I guess, with working at Lifetime is they like, you know, very commercial, very clean, um, very vibrant um, material. And so learning how to take photos like that and learning how to really dive into using, to utilizing blues and being able to match different tones and, you know, warm and cool tones in one photo, that was something that I had never really done before. I was always like, like I would take a landscape photo and I would crank the temperature to the right because I was like, I don't want, I, I need it to be warm because that feels good, you know. Yeah. And learning how to balance those warm and cool tones really helped me to hone in my landscapes and make them feel more true to, you know, how the color really is, feel more like lifelike, feel more like how it would be if you were actually there. Yeah, I just think. natural. Just natural, yeah. And while still being you know, vibrant or moody or what, whatnot, you know, whatever you, you want to call it. So, and I think a really good example of this is there's this shot of this bridge that we got um, during our photo challenge yeah. back in January. Mm -hmm. um, again, this was another shot where 
one, I was being a lot more intentional in the photos that I was getting on this trip or this, this hike. And taking this photo and editing it, I was using a lot of those concepts of balancing warm and cool tones. And, you know, there's some there's a little bit warmer tones in the bridge, which they act as a little bit of a, uh, what's the, uh, I'm blanking on the term. They contract well with the rest of the cool tones, yeah. basically. Um, and learning how to lean into taking that temperature slider and just pushing it a little bit to the left and, you know, being okay with that. Um, again, with... There's a photo here of Capitol Reef. I love this photo. I do too. The Capitol Reef one and the Lake Blanche one. Both of those. Yeah, I'm just too jealous of the Lake Blanche one to yeah. give it any credit. But <laughs> God, it's a great photo. That was a nice, nice. So jealous day. of that. Yeah. You know it's funny because that your Lake Blanche photo has been hanging on the wall in, in the house for yeah a year now, and I've seen it every single day. I'm like, I'm gonna get a shot like that, and then I did, and I feel like i may have done it yeah no this i mean it's a different yours is wider you know yeah so like it's it's a different looking shot yeah um but for what it's worth i would say this definitely one up mine like yeah. this is so much cooler yeah and this is one that i'm i'm definitely most proud of so and, and those red rocks are real like it was just looking red that night so. yeah yeah oh yeah so that's that's a good thing to point out so like i didn't color these rocks red they're not normally red that those are like granite cliffs but to the west, at the time, the night that we were hiking this, there was a fire. So there was all this smoke on the horizon. And when the sun went through it, it lit up all these rocks red. It's part of why I was like, we got to go up there. You know, like my intention was, one, to take photos of Lake Blanche and Sundial Peak. But hiking up there and seeing like the red light that was coming through the clouds, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, this is this is what we're going up here for, yeah, is that red glow. I'm so jealous of that. It, it turned out. It turned out really cool. I'm really, really happy with how this one turned out. Um, yeah. Oh, there's there's several on here. Um, learning just like I said to balance tones and to be more accurate and intentional with the colors that I'm using and uh, my compositions and so. Yeah. This was one of your favorite days, probably ever. Of probably your life. in my entire life. Yeah. This was not a day that I was intentional with taking photos. No, you were <laughs> all over the place yeah. that day. But this was yeah. That was a good day. That yeah, was a good day. So, but again, all this stuff just you know it comes with practice and yeah. and whatnot and trial and error and learning different things and a lot of this stuff comes too from learning different types of photography, um, which kind of leads me into my my final little point and it's it's kind of the phase that I'm in now, which you know I'm I'm still I still have tons to learn. There's always stuff to learn. That's one of my favorite things about photography. It's like you're never done learning. No. There's always stuff to learn. There's always new things to explore. And, you know, over the last couple months or so, I've gotten into, you know, taking other things. Like, for example, this this photo, this macro photo of this bike. I'd never really done stuff like that. I had been familiar with macro photos before, but not in the sense of making it, like, fine art feeling like this. You know, putting it against a white background and actually lighting it and... And whatnot. Those are all skills that I picked up from, you know, working in studio and doing, you know, shooting stuff with a white background. So there's there's that. We have also had, you know, if you have watched our podcast before, you know that we've had conversations about portraits. And yeah. um, you and I have had 
a lot of conversations about on how to improve yeah. portrait photography. Yeah, and you're, I, it's, you're really trying to learn it. Yeah, I, yeah. I really am because it's it's a really good skill to learn. And it's, I mean, if I'm being honest, I'm I'm kind of jealous that like you have that and I don't. You know, <laughs> like it's it's a skill that I want to have. And seeing you do it, um, it's been something that I've really wanted to learn. Um, and like I said earlier, one of the ways to improve in your photography. And in, in a lot of things, just in general, is to learn from somebody, almost imitate their style and l- imitate how they do it for a little bit, and then build onto that. Yeah, and then you can make it your own. Exactly. Yeah, find the things that like they're doing in their photos to, you know, that makes them good. Yeah. And try to replicate some of that, and then if you want to mimic their editing, editing style, whatever, like do yeah. what you want. But then, then you can really get creative with it and and you know freestyle on your own. Yeah incorporating a lot of that stuff exactly and i think this photo here of carly is a perfect example of that yeah this is really close to something like i would take yeah yeah like we like and it wasn't even like you know again this wasn't like i had planned it out i just had all these things about portrait photography in my head just kind of running through the back of my head after all of our conversations about it and we got out there and i saw that she was standing by this little this railing and I was like, oh my gosh, I have a good opportunity here. <laughs> you know, I can I can I can take all the things that I had wanted to, you know, use in portrait photography and put them into practice right here. And I think it's my I mean, I'm obviously biased because of the person in it, but I'm I'm I think this is probably my favorite portrait I've ever taken. No, I think it's your best one. I think it is. Yeah. Um You've done well, my young Thank Padawan. you. Thank you. Um you know, so I'm just in this phase now where I'm trying to learn all these new things and portraits are one of them. Another thing is street photos. You know, I talked about how I had gotten into street photos when I first started in photography and then I went really heavy into landscapes and I hadn't really come back to street photos until watching Saul or you and some of these other photos that, you know, you guys are taking um, up in Salt Lake. I was like, I got to get back in there. I got to get back. I got to get back into the ring, you know? And we finally did. And I got some street photos that I am really, really, really excited about. Um, I didn't really think that I was going to get anything that I really liked that day. But some of these photos are some of my favorite street photos I've I've ever taken. Yeah, they're good. Um, and they kind of match a style, too, that I've been going for. There's a, there's a, there's a guy, and again, imitation. But there's a guy that I've followed for a long time on Instagram. His name is Mind's Eye. And he does a lot of street photo stuff like this. And he's some, he's, there's a style that he does that I've always loved and appreciated. And I've always thought, like, I really would love to be able to do something similar to what he does. And this was the first photo, this one right here, of the uh, Wells Fargo building in Salt Lake City, where I took this photo, edited it, took a step back, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like I did it, I figured it out, you know. Like it's everything clicked, everything, everything that I was looking for came together, and I got the photo that I have been wanting to get. Um, so, and then finally, um, this is this is interesting because this is this is photography, but this is this is a little bit different. This is a uh, a composite, and it's a it's a pretty hefty composite. Yeah, this is cool. So this was this was a lot of fun. Um, a lot of people don't, you know, just by looking at this, you totally wouldn't know. But this is actually, I think this is 
eight photos combined. You know, there's there's five photos of the people. There's a separate photo that we did for the boom mic, and then there's a separate photo we did for the drone, and then there's a the background photo, the photo of the road in the desert. And I spent, I don't know, seven, eight hours compositing this, drawing in all the shadows, making sure everybody you know, was edited really well, doing a lot of dodging and burning and stuff like that, cleaning up everything, masking everybody out, and making sure proportions were right, making sure the road worked really well. And this is, you know, it's, it's like I said, this is a little bit interesting because it's not just a straight photo, um, but this is one of my favorite pieces of photography, I guess, or digital art, I guess, that, that, that I've ever made. Um, and I think when I got done making this photo, I was like, oh, I, like, I, I, it kind of maybe hit me that I can do more than maybe I give myself credit for, you know? Um, and it's interesting because it's, you know, everything about this was done in Photoshop. Every individual edit on every individual person was done within Photoshop. And that's not something that I'd never really done before. I do a lot of edits in Photoshop, but this was the first one that it was purely only done in Photoshop. And Photoshop is kind of a beast of a program. It's a little bit of scary, you know, it's a little bit scary to people. It was scary to me for a long time. And I finally, something just clicked a few months ago. And I finally figured out what to do to, to get Photoshop to, to work how I want it to work to get the photos that I want. So, yeah. And um, this is honestly, it's really great work because, like, every part of it is well done and it's really well balanced with a ton of things. Just, you know, that we well, like we talked about it before, like mm -hmm. people with the stances, um, the gear itself, like for the whole like video photo team, like it's really well done. Yeah, um, you know the backgrounds, just the stock photo you found, but like lighting, colors, like everything is is just really well done. Yeah, to make it like look like how you want. Yeah, you yeah, know? and that's what's cool about it. like it takes a lot of the different things that you've learned in photography mm -hmm. and throws it into one giant composite. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Like, even though it's not one photo, like, a lot of your knowledge about all types of photos went into making this for every little part. Yeah. It really did. Like, it, it took every bit of photo knowledge that I have to make this work. Um, even, you know, even to a point down to landscapes, you know? Because I had to still kind of edit that. Yeah, even the, though it's a stock photo. Yeah. It's not yours. You're editing it a little bit just to yeah. make the scene right. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, this was super cool. And it was, you know, the posing was uh, some, you know, it was collaborative between me and a couple of the other guys who were on the team. But, you know, I didn't take the photo of myself. Um, but I, well, excuse me, um, kind of helped to direct some of the poses, you know. Yeah. We, we were coming up with all the different ideas of ways that people can hold things. And I was directing people like, oh, turn a little bit more to your left, you know point your feet this way or whatnot and um yeah I'm, I'm really proud of this i i love how it turned out so but i think that is a good one to end on yeah so that's it's a good finishing point it's culmination of you know a lot of things there yeah so, good way to to finish it out yeah yeah but uh yeah it's cool cool photo journey you yeah know, i think it's in a way i think it's kind of important to to review that mm -hmm. you know and not just Keep on taking photos. Like, look to see where you came from. Yeah. And, like, how far you've come and what you've learned. And continue just to try to 
improve upon that path. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you actually take the time to look at all that stuff, you you don't really know what those things are yeah. explicitly. Yeah, and it helps you learn, too. Yeah, you know, so. yeah, and then I think on top of that, it helps you teach, yeah. too. Like, if anyone else asks you questions, you've actually reviewed your work, and you know what you've done well and what you have not done well, and you can actually convey those lessons to other people if yeah, they ask. exactly. So it helps just put you in a much better spot of understanding all of photography mm-hmm. as opposed to just keep blindly going on. Yeah. And I think um, this is something that I think we talked about a couple of days ago, but I think one of the reasons that maybe you and I have progressed at the rate that we have is because you and I both look at our photos with a like really critical eye. Yeah. Like I look yeah. back on all my photos and I hate most, most of my photos and I know why I hate them. Like I know exactly what I did to make, you know, for, I know exactly what happened for that photo to not work. And I've learned to make those adjustments and apply those to future work. And I know that you've done the exact same thing. Yeah. So. Well, and that's also why we do like the photo critiques too. You yeah. Because sometimes you can't do it yourself or like it's just harder to see some of that stuff in your work. So, you know, we offer up our services here mm-hmm. at Bushwhackers oh, yeah. to critique other people's photos and give like a, some honest feedback about certain things you can improve. Mm-hmm. And, like, generally, we're never going to trash your photo. Like, most people are sending in photos that are good. Yeah. You know? And it's just, like, there are still, even in our own photos, there are still minor things. That, like, if you improve upon this, like, you can make it better. Like, mm-hmm. in that composite, I told you, like, there's a way you could slightly make, like, your posing a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, it's great work by you, but, like, you can still do better. There's still, Yeah. Like, there's still things to improve upon. And yeah. that's what you always have to remember. Yeah, exactly. And that's part of what I love about ending on that photo. Because like you said, it's, a, yeah. it's very much a culmination of everything that I've, I've learned in photos up until now. Um, but then it's also, even in that photo, like you said, there's still little things that it's like, I can improve this, 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 and this, and this. And that'll help me in the future. So, Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's a good, good place to end. Yeah. Um, for those listening on audio only, we are on all major podcasting platforms. Be sure to follow us and subscribe to those channels. Um, but this is obviously a little more of a visual show. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'd love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Um, you know, be sure to like this video and leave a comment. If you have, you know, any stories that you know of Chandler's photo journey, please share them, especially if you know the ones where he, he may have crashed his car or sunk his car into the salt flats. Ooh, that's a... We love those comments. That is a good one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, be sure to like our stuff there and, and subscribe to that channel because we're going to do more. And this was, like we said at the beginning of the episode, the first of two in this little series we're doing. This was Chandler's photo journey. We will be releasing my photo journey next week. Yeah. So uh, be sure to tune in then so you can kind of see, you know, both of our entire journeys and, and get to know Bushwhackers more as a whole. Yeah. Of where we came from and like how we got to this point yeah. with our photo careers. So, love it. Yeah. Hope to see you guys next time. Bye. See you.